Welcome back to another edition of Roomsticks and Butterbeer. I'm behind the yellow microphone because I'm a Hufflepuff and my name is Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino and I'm sitting over here with the blue microphone. You're sitting on the lounging. Lounging. Lounging on the couch with a blanket. And a dog. Some dogs. Yeah. And I'm all the way across the room through the ma- magic of modern technology. Magic. Okay. Well, I think it's easier to keep them settled this way. Arthur Weasley would be impressed be with our podcast setup here. <laughs> He's like, this is amazing. Whoa. How are you able to do this? Yeah. I think I'm like, how like... are you able to teleport, sir? <laughs> <laughs> with powder. Magic. Magic. Well, uh, chapter 19 is what we covered last time. So we're going to do a quick recap of chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Again, uh, this is Broomsticks and Butterbeer. And we, at the end of the show, we might need to do a few shout-outs, Jessica, because we uh, made some new friends at C2E2 in Chicago oh, in 2020 as we oh, record this. That feels like it was so long ago. So we'll give uh, our new friends some shout-outs and their Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and MySpaces and LinkedIn's and... No, not those last ones. Not the last ones? LinkedIn's no. still pretty big, actually. Oh, well... <laughs> I've never gotten into it. People keep, like, trying to... They want to add you to their network. I go, nah. Nah. I'm good, thanks. I'm going to be retired soon, so... Let's stick to the Facebook. Nothing I really need... To, I don't to even do Twitter with. very much. It's just Facebook. Twitter's good for keeping up to the minute stuff. Like if something's happening in the world, somebody's tweeting about it. Yeah. You don't have to wait for like the news outlets to pick it up and kind of spin it. They got to spin it, you know. Yeah. And then they've got to put it out there so it so it is presented in such a way that their audience will consume it in the way that they want it to be consumed and they will make the people that they want to make happy happy and the people that they want to make mad mad <laughs> huh because we have you know we have the certain news outlets that are it's you know it's all the political divide that we have in this country but twitter just joe schmo this just happened <laughs> Twitter and TMZ. Those are the two. Oh, yeah. I love, I've been all about the TMZ lately. You got to watch TMZ. TMZ knows if everything you before. you want to know what's going on, they know. They know what I'm going to do before I do it. Yes. Definitely. They're like, you're going to eat Frosted Flakes this morning. I was like, guess it's happening. Because they just reported it. They did. So, Chapter 19. As we're, That's a good segue there. Talking about Frosted Flakes to back to the book. Chapter 19. So. The Servant of Lord Voldemort. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. This is what happened in Chapter 19, Jessica. You'd let me know if I missed anything. Uh, Snape shows up in the Shrieking Shack, ready to take in Sirius Black for his supposed crimes. Harry, Ron, and Hermione knock out Snape. Harry's still not sure if he believes Sirius is good, but feels like he needs to hear him out at least. Crookshanks has been helping Sirius try to get to Scabbers this whole time, who it turns out is Peter Pettigrew, long thought dead, and ha- long thought dead at the hands of Sirius Black. And Peter Pettigrew was James and Lily's real secret keeper years back. And Peter Pettigrew is the one who betrayed them to Lord Voldemort years ago. We found out how Sirius escaped from Azkaban and had something to do with his uh, ability to transform into a dog. 
Harry, Harry stops Sirius from killing Peter and insists that they bring him to justice by sending Peter to Azkaban. And at the end of the chapter, Peter is bound and gagged, and unconscious Snape is floating motionless next to the group, and Crookshanks leads them all back to the Hogwarts grounds. Uh, the only thing, the only highlight I think you missed was that Peter had been cuddling with Ron for the past several, several years. 45-year-old man <laughs> been sleeping in Ron's bed for the last several years. I j- we just thought that he he was hardy, and that's why he lived for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Turns out it was an old creepy, dude. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Turns out it was an old dude living with you. Not cool. Chapter 20, as we get toward the end of this book, chapter 20 is called The Dementor's Kiss, Jess. Jess, what's The Dementor's Kiss? Uh, we'll find out. I'm not spoiling it. We've already talked about it. And okay. It's when they suck out your soul and you die. Mm. What's that? What's that insect that after they mate, they eat the the, the male? The praying mantis. The praying mantis. <laughs> Just like the mentor's kiss. It's like a kiss is supposed to be something that's that shows love and affection. And they're it's not. No. No, they're sucking out your soul, Jessica. Yeah. It's not really a kiss. It just kind of looks like one. Yeah, it's more like an air kiss. Yeah. I don't know if they really lock lips with you. No, they just, they just, it's like vacuuming out your soul. It should be called the Dementor's Vacuum. There you go. I like, I like that better. Huge revelation at the beginning of this chapter that kind of went under the radar a little bit. We knew that Sirius was Harry's godfather, and Harry knew that, but didn't process the fact that there could be bigger implications to that going forward now that his godfather is not a mass murderer right and is back in the picture so what were some what were the big implications there i don't think you just naturally go to what are the benefits of having my godfather not be a mass murderer i I think there's a there's a period there where you have to adapt and Hmm. adjust your mindset i don't think so oh when i found out you weren't a mass murderer i just said i want to marry that girl if, I, if you were a mass murderer, it may have taken me a little while to warm up to you. Oh. How did you know? You told me. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm not a murderer. But, <laughs> As you said the first time we met. But you have found out since then that I'm the best liar. Oh, no. So <laughs> you believed me when I said I wasn't a mass murderer? Of course murderer? I believed you. I'm a Hufflepuff. Aw. You're such a puff. You see, you say that like it's a negative <laughs> thing. There is a, a teacher that I work with who claims to be a Ravenclaw, but she, like, makes fun of me for being a Hufflepuff a lot. Like, makes fun of me, like, in a, kind of a mean way. I said, are you sure you aren't a Slytherin? And she said, well, when I took the test, I was 50, it was like 50-50. Ah. I was like, oh, okay. Time to flip the coin over, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because you mean. A change of colors. Yeah. I think it's time to, I think it's time to uh, change the color of your robe. Because I, nah, I see the Slytherin coming out. So what is what does this mean for Harry and Sirius going forward, though? Um, well, if your godfather is not a mass murderer who's supposed to be in the most secure prison on the planet, of course, then you can go live with them and not have to live with the Dursleys anymore. Yes, I love how Harry's like, 
do you have a house? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's my only requirement. Like, like if, if Sirius would have said no, I think Harry would still have been excited. <laughs> I don't care. You know what? I don't care if you have a house or not. Is, is it like a, a box or <laughs> we living under a bridge? What? what a car. I just, I just want to know what kind of packing I need to do. Right. What do I need to pack I'm for? I'm in, but. <laughs> but what, do I, what should I pack for? I just need to know. So Harry would get to potentially not have to go home to the Dursleys and live with Sirius, somebody who was so close to his parents and could probably tell him so much about his parents and their personalities and things that have happened to him over the years and somebody that we know loved his parents and that would in turn love Harry as well. So he would be in a home of love for the first time in his life that he can remember that he can remember exactly so it this is Sirius is kind of taken back by how excited Harry is about that. and it's just a real quick scene it's just real quick at the beginning of the yeah. chapter but Sirius is so caught off guard by how up for it that Harry Harry, well, Harry's ready to go he has no idea what Harry's life has been like up to this point sure. he's like oh you probably don't want to leave your life that you've been living and uproot and leave your beloved aunt and uncle because surely want, they would loved you, you want to come right? live with me Harry would would you even want to it's you know it's just I just wanted to throw it out there just in case you know just so you know that you could if you wanted to but you don't have to maybe just keep it as an option so something to think about for the uh, future of our story here but something we did not take into account is when we're back on the hogwarts grounds the clouds have shifted jess oh no the moon is out oh no and professor lupin's about to do his teen wolf thing he's gonna play basketball shoot some hoops <laughs> and, <laughs> and dance on top of a bus right and right on the <laughs> And Ryan and surf on the top of uh, that's that's all I know about that movie. You know what is that involves him playing basketball and there's a scene where he's on top of the bus. What was his friend's name in Teen Wolf? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen an actual movie. Oh my goodness, that's what we're doing. We gotta watch Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf's amazing, Jess. How have you not seen Teen Wolf? I don't know. I mean, parts when it's like on TV when I was little. I'm sure I watched some of it. I think his girlfriend's name was Duff. Or something like that. Like Duff Beer? Yeah. From yeah. The Simpsons? Yeah, I think it was, her name was Duff. Or maybe I'm thinking of Biff from back for another Michael J. Fox <laughs> movie, Back to the Future. You're or maybe I'm right. All your things confused. Or maybe I'm right. And Well, we're going to have to figure it out. How are they going to mark their pop culture bingo boards? That's true. Well, you can mark Teen know. Wolf. Okay, Just mark it down. We did talk about it. Just mark it down. Well, Lupin and apparently Back to the Future because did, we mentioned yeah, that you might mention Mark down Back to the Future too. Lupin apparently did not take his potion today. Kind of ran out in a rush. He had a lot. Of, he had a lot going on. Yeah, but I feel like that's something you gotta remember. I mean, but if you got a lot going on, sometimes you walk out of the house, you forget to take your medicine in the morning. That's true. Forget to take your vitamin C. So we've got a bad situation coming here, Jessica. Lupin's about to turn into a werewolf. We've got... He's apparently chained to Peter, who yes. is also chained to Who's Ron. Who's also chained to Ron. So, so Ron, Ron is chained to a murderer, and... Well, is he a murderer? He's an accomplice to murder? No, he killed a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, he killed all those people. Yeah, in the Yeah, it really was alley. him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he killed like 20 people. Yeah. That we know of. That we know of. 
So Ron and Lupin are both chained to Peter Pettigrew. Sirius instructs everyone to run. Kind of hard for Ron to do. Broken leg. <laughs> Broken chains. leg and chained. Harry jumps to try, ju- tries to jump into action. You know, just instinctively. Yeah, he's, he's not leaving Ron. He can't leave Ron. Right. So it'd be easy for Harry to run away physically, but not easy for Harry to just leave his friends hanging there. Yeah. And fight off a werewolf. Sirius stops him, and Sirius transforms into his dog form. And tries, I got this. And tries to fight Lupin back away from the group so they can escape. It gets pretty violent. Yes. Now... You keep getting surprised by the violence in well, these books. I, w- I was mildly surprised that at first because I thought that maybe Lupin could... Ch- or that Sirius could change into his animal form and maybe somehow be a calming presence... On Lupin, because they had kind of alluded to that before. But before. it's been a long time. Do you think it's just because there were humans around and the werewolf instinctively wanted to attack the humans, so he was kind of like seeing red, so yeah. maybe nothing serious could have well, done, could have calmed him down. And it's right off the transformation, too, which I has always been described as being rather painful. Mm-hmm. So he's like an angry werewolf right now. Adrenaline's all at a high. He's in the red zone, He's like we say zone. at school. Oh, God. <laughs> Got to be in the green zone, Jess. Yes. You don't want to go to the yellow, because the yellow sends you to the red. And then but when there you... are some emotions in the yellow that are okay. It's always confusing. I it's like an excited, like a happy excited can still be in the yellow. Like it's just a higher energy. Yeah, but I think you're like, you're excited to the point where you're not really in control. You know, like when kids at school get so excited that they're, that they yell or so excited that they are, you know, not in control of their body and they, you know, accidentally hit somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that there's a little bit of a difference there. There's kind of like, what do you get when you put like green and yellow together? <laughs> Like right on the right on the border there. Baby poop. Let me get my color wheel out. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure how that works. I need to go back to sixth grade art class. But like I said, Sirius transforms into his dog form, tries to fight Lupin back, and so the so the rest of the crew can escape. And speaking of escaping, Peter Pettigrew uses this opportunity to grab Lupin's dropped wand mm-hmm. because I guess you don't. When you're in a painful transformation into Teen Wolf, you don't think to... Well, you have paws. You can't really hold anymore. Yeah, it is hard. When, when you, it's hard. When your hand with changes the paws. to a paw. It is hard with the paws. That's why our dogs use both paws together. Yes, to hold things <laughs> that they're trying to chew on. But Peter grabs Lupin's drop wand, zaps Ron and Crookshanks, transforms him to his rat form, and escapes into the woods. Oh, this, that was so depressing to we get were, to that part. We were so close. So close. Should have just let Sirius off him. <laughs> it would have been so much easier. Wouldn't have to worry about this. And Lupin, in his werewolf form, also runs off into the woods. And Sirius chases after both of them. So did did Lupin run off just because he, he was getting his butt kicked? Did he run off to... Why would Lupin run off into the woods? Yeah, I think he, he got beat. Yeah, I think Sirius won, and he... Was, so he ran away. Like so a Lupin flight ran. instinct? Yeah. 
animal. It wasn't worth animal it things. anymore. Gotcha. It wasn't going to be an easy meal of those kids. That makes sense. Because Sirius was protecting Some of those them. shows you've been watching on Disney Plus allude yeah. to the easy meal thing. What? Like, if it ain't going to be easy, I ain't, I ain't going for it. It's got to be worth it for the, the energy that they're expending. What's the... Is it like the mama bears that just like beat up all the the pr- other predatory bears what is the what's the animal we were watching the other day where the the predatory males were yeah one of those babies the lone males will come and eat the cubs so the moms have to fend them off oh man, the mamas are so they're so tough yeah oh they get mad they get mad and to to the male it's just a meal to the mama it's family so yeah you got to imagine they got a little bit more of uh a reason, there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if the mom puts on a good show and looks like she's going to put up a good fight, then the males will just walk away and be like, never mind. Not worth it. That's all I'm able to do if there's a fight is just put on a good show. Just puff my chest up and make myself as big as possible. Because <laughs> if a fight happens, I'm in trouble. Just saying. Don't put your thumb inside. Your fist. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. That's, yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. So Sirius chases after both of them, and we hear sounds of a dog yelping, which makes me sad. Yeah. Anytime I hear that. Harry follows the noises to find out that Sirius has run into a little bit of trouble, hasn't he, Jessica? A lot of trouble, Daniel. I would call it a lot of trouble. Go ahead and expound on that a little bit. Um, at some point, he changes back into his human form, but he's been surrounded by mentors. Apparently, like, a hundred. Not just one or two. A hundred. And they're closing in on him. Probably going to give him the Dementor's kiss. Yeah, he's already in, in the throes of And they the still process. think he's the murderer. Mm-hmm. The escaped convict. Very dangerous. Not defending Dementors or anything, but they're doing their job. Dementors are kind of hard to reason with, too, I would think. Yeah. You probably couldn't just like, whoa, 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 Hold on, whoa. hold on. Not a killer. We, we found <laughs> out some stuff. There's been an update. Can we just just wait a second? No. They're, they're mad. This guy's the only person who's ever escaped from their prison. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let that go. Yeah, they've got a job to do. And Harry is trying vigorously to conjure his Patronus to ward off the Dementors, but he's... But he's... He's I having mean, a I, lot of trouble. I get that he's panicking, but he was trying to get to Hermione to help him. And I'm like, how is how is she going to help you? She doesn't know how to do it. Hermione is a, is a quick study, though. If you just kind of tell her, think of a happy thought and say, expecto patronum. <laughs> Which is exactly what he did. And that's all she had to work with. If anybody could, could learn quickly, I would think it would be Hermione. Yeah. She's, a, she's a pretty strong witch for being as young as she is. This is true, but I don't think I don't think it was reasonable. Well, if she doesn't do it though, if she follows Harry and she doesn't try to conjure this Patronus charm, she's she has no hope. There's yeah. there's no hope of warding off. You're not gonna outrun them, the Dementors. You're not. There's nothing else that that really works on them. But why is Harry having so much? trouble despite the training that he's had with Lupin why is he having so much trouble is it just the enormity of the situation is he just having trouble focusing because of of the panic that's setting in 
he has he can barely get like a little wisp of yeah. energy out of the, the end of his wand. Well, even in training, he'd never been fully successful yet. So now, with a hundred Dementors around, it's—I mean—he's even saying he's having to block out the sound of his mom screaming. If you had to listen to your mom screaming as she died, I don't think you can really conjure a happy thought while you're listening to that. He's trying. He knows what he needs to do, and he's trying, but it's kind of overwhelming. There's so mom screaming and dying. He's like, "I'm I'm riding my broom. I'm winning Quidditch." <laughs> no, he's gonna go live with Lupin or with uh, Sirius. Mm-hmm. That's what he focuses on. He told me he had a house. <laughs> There's there is a house. We're not gonna live in some car, some muggle car. So Harry has trouble. Hermione couldn't even get the words out. Was was she just nervous? Was she af- being affected already by the Dementors? She couldn't even get the words out. Not that she couldn't conjure a Patronus. She couldn't even say the words. Um, I don't know. We really don't know what was going on behind her because we're only getting like half of what Harry is absorbing. So we don't really know. Like, I didn't know if she couldn't remember what he said to say, but he kept saying it. So she just had to say what he was saying. But maybe he wasn't being clear. I mean, he said he was yelling expecto patronum, but... Yeah, like crackers in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, maybe he he couldn't get it out right. Hard for her to, to know what he was saying. Yeah. Well, the Dementors are zeroing in on Harry for the dreaded Dementors kiss. When all of a sudden Harry sees a silver... Silvery. Yes. <laughs> I almost said sliverly. Sliverly. Silvery light growing brighter and brighter and they the mentor that had its hand on harry and going in for that kiss is gone and the light around harry is so bright and the cold feeling that is was inside him is going away and as he fainted harry sees a shiny animal gallop away they use the word oh you said yours said canter mine said gallop oh no Mine said Cantor. Like our like our family doctor that yes. you used to work for? Yes. Dr. Cantor? Dr. Cantor. Mine said it was a sh- uh, gallop away. Mm. And the animal came to a stop next to a person who was petting it. Someone who looked strangely familiar to Harry. Strangely familiar. But it couldn't be this person, Jess. It couldn't be. Of course not, Daniel. And that person was... We don't know because it didn't tell us in the nope. chapter. And Harry passed out, and that's where we ended the chapter. Are you on the edge of your seat? I'm on the edge of my seat. But the next chapter is really long. Well, I'm going to find out who this person is, right? Maybe. Oh, man. There's only two chapters left. There is. You're going to make me wait till the next one? We book? have like a super long chapter and then a short one. Just wrap it up and at the, the end movie. chapter. Mm hmm. That's all we got left. So, pretty awesome chapter. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, unfortunately, Peter got away. That's not good. Uh, given Peter Pettigrew's past actions and his relationship to the Dark Lord himself. We did get to see Sirius in, uh, transform into his doggy form. That was kind of cool. Sigrim. Uh, the Grim, Jess! Oh, no! Oh, I was Jessica. waiting for you to do oh, that no. earlier. Oh, no! 
you told me it wasn't the Grim, but it the is Grimm, the Grim. Oh no! And now the Dementors are coming to Harry because he saw the Grim. Oh no! It's Jessica. just a big dog, big bear-like dog, is mm. what it said. We like bear-like dogs. We do like bear-like dogs. So a lot, a lot going on in this chapter, man. Um, where's Ron at right now? Uh, they left him in the grass. Cool. Passed out. Cool. Or whatever. Peter he got did he to got him. zapped. They don't know what Peter did to him, but they couldn't wake him yeah, up. Just zapped. But he was still alive, so they said broken eh, leg. We're gonna go. Shackles still on his arm. Yeah. Because the other we they said that when Lupin transformed, he kind of like broke through his shackle, yes. and then when Peter transformed, he like shrunk out, out of his. Yeah. But hair or I guess Ron is just laying unconscious with a broken leg <laughs> next to a maybe dead cat. Ron's not dead. The cat's probably not dead. The cat is is more hardy than Ron. Well, no, that doesn't speak much for no, whatever <laughs> spell he used to incapacitate Ron. He probably used the same spell to incapacitate the cat. Crookshanks. You're not. You don't speak very highly of Mr. Ron Weasley. <laughs> I'm saying that, that cat might have used... made it, but not Ron. No. Well, if Ron made it, that cat for sure made it. Cause come on. Yeah. Crookshanks. Anything else you want to add about chapter 20? Anything you want to mention about the movie in relation to the, these scenes? Because we do have an email, and then we're going to give some shout-outs at the end. Um, no, I don't really want to get into movie stuff, this because we're going to be watching the movie pretty soon. And I, I'd rather just... We'll, we'll save our comparisons for that. Well, what about like uh, the, the transformations? Do you remember how they, how they looked, how they handled? Do you think the... The CGI holds up. I think the Lupin transformation was a little sketchy. Sketchy, little cartoony. If they did it in 2020, it'd probably look a lot smoother. Yeah. Well, we've got an email here. You can always send us your emails at broomsticks.butterbeer@gmail.com, or you can tweet us at broomsticksb. So broomsticks followed by the letter B, no underscores, no spaces, nothing like that. And this email comes from Fatima in New Orleans. New Orleans. And Fatima writes, if you drank a polyjuice potion made from the hair of someone who was currently someone else because of a polyjuice potion, would you become the original person or the person who they were impersonating? That's a lot of layers to I'm very proud of her here. for wording it so perfectly mm -hmm. because it's very clear even though it sounds like it's not yeah it if is. I wrote I would be like okay so like if, all right if you, listen. if you were a person and you were being somebody else you drank this potion right <laughs> to be this other person <laughs> how many times this, did you write that <laughs> and then this like other dude comes along <laughs> it took a couple of tries and takes one of your hairs out while you're still this other person and he makes a potion, and he drinks that potion, who's he going to turn into? Is he going to turn into you, or is he going to turn into you as this other person? That would be my email. <laughs> and you got there. You I did get there. there. I got there. I just took the scenic route. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, Jessica? Well, Daniel, I believe... Oh, I think you should do your little example. Okay, so... Your let's, example. Let's say Harry... Steals a hair from Goyle, mm -hmm. brews the potion, and drinks it. So now Harry looks like Goyle. 
somebody else Some, comes along. Let's say Hermione comes along, takes one of Harry, as Goyle's, hairs, <laughs> brews a potion, and drinks it. Would she turn into Harry, who was the original, or would she turn into Goyle because she took the hair technically off of Goyle's head, even though it was Harry's brain underneath it? I am going to say she would look like Goyle, that you would look like the person the person was transformed into. So that would mean that the polyjuice potion transforms you on a DNA level. Well, the stuff on the outside is Goyle. Okay, I'm going to go with this because when Hermione did the cat... And she turned. She didn't turn into a cat. She turned into a cat person. And it's different because it's not supposed to be with non-human. But she grew fur all over. And that wasn't like her hair changing to the cat's hair. She had cat hair. So I'm going with as long as you are still fully transformed. Because in the books in the movies when they were doing that we did see they had a little trouble holding the transformation and things started to transform back and like Ron's hair kind of started to turn red again I was wondering if you did that would you become some kind of strange combination of the two people but I think as long as like if it it was right away Ron or Harry took the potion turned into Goyle Hermione plucked another hair and made another potion for Ron to drink, and they could both be Goyle. I don't know why they'd need to do that, but they would. That's uh, my feelings on it, sir. Our favorite Slytherin, Kelly, up in Manhattan, we asked her this question, and she said, My understanding is that the hair you put in determines the outcome. That would mean you would become the person they were masquerading as. So she agrees with you. Yes, and I felt so great when she... I was like, yes, Kelly agrees with me. I have to be right. My only comment on that, it's not a disagreement, and it's not an issue with it. But my only comment on that is that that makes me think that it changes you on... You're being too sciencey. You're being too Ravenclaw here. It's magic. But it's, but it's magic. And I think it's a mix of both. I think, it's, I think it's a little bit of magic. And I think there's a little bit of science to it, too. You know, I, I think that... We thought that it kind of just changes your physical outward appearance but if a sample of so does it change like your fingerprints too maybe does it but change like taking, your your blood type so you took hair you took dna uh -huh. from that person right. and put it into the into the potion mm -hmm. i don't think it's changing your dna God, we're, we're getting way too deep here but i think that it Mim it like covers your DNA with theirs. It's like, like, like it's wearing a costume. It's like it's wearing a costume. So what you're taking is another piece of that costume and putting it in a polyjuice potion to use again. So what you're replicating is the other person's costume. Mm -hmm. that, that makes sense, but it does kind of, in a way, lead to what, what I'm thinking is it does kind of do, you know, do some voodoo with your 
with your DNA there. Yeah. Just not down to a molecular yeah, level. Yeah, we're not changing your DNA. We're hiding your DNA under this other DNA. I can accept that. I can accept because that. inside you're still you. It's not changing his brain or his. See, it doesn't and, change and their voice and, either. And that's why I was, and that's why I was kind of wondering about that because would it change, like I said, like your blood type? Would it change like? Your, I think it just changes the your, outside. Your, your brain patterns. If you were, uh, if you changed into Goyle, who was a little bit more of a, not so smart, person. <laughs> What's a nice way to say that? Uh, w- would it kind of dumb you down a little bit? No, because they keep their brains. Okay. All right, just, uh, just asking. It just doesn't change. It just changes the physical. Just just asking. Outside physical appearance. Not debating, not questioning. Just asking. Mm-hmm. Fatima, thank you for the question. Uh, you can, Like I said, if you've got questions or comments, we'll give you a shout out on the air. Um, and if you want us to like plug your Twitter or anything like that, just let us know in the in the email. We'll we'll do that as well. In addition to answering your questions, uh, before we go, I want to give a few shout outs to some of our friends that we made a couple weekends ago in Chicago at C two E two twenty twenty. Want to start off with somebody's artwork that we have hanging up in our living room right now. That's Nate Lovett, L-O-V-E-T-T. Hi, Nate. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter, and it looks like uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, at at N-A-T-E-L-O-V-E-T-T, at Nate Lovett, N-A-T-E-L-O-V-E-T-T. And his website is natelovett.com. DAPortfolio.com. So if you want to check out his artwork, he is one of the official artists for the Paw Patrol books. And he drew our dog as Chase from Paw Patrol. Because Nightwing is basically always on Paw Patrol. Yeah, Nightwing is our Basenji who's always patrolling the front of the house and the yard and the yard next to us. And uh, Nate love it. Wonderful person, wonderful artist. Check out his, uh, check out him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, check him, check out his website as well. Uh, next thing, next person we've got is Kathleen Abalos. Uh, she was uh, there, and we did a lot of Harry Potter uh, fan discussion with her. I've got one of her uh, Niffler drawings in my library right now. Uh, you can check her out. KathleenAbalos.com. That is C-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-A-B-A-L-O-S.com. Uh, she is on Facebook, Cabalos uh, Art, C-A-B-A-L-O-S Art. Uh, she is on Twitter, at Kathleen Abalos, and she is on Instagram, at Krista Fett. That is at C-R-Y-S-T-A-F-E-T-T. And uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, the folks at Not Topic. Ooh, yes. Not-topic.com. Not Hot Topic. Yeah, I was going to say, Not Hot Topic. Not Topic. (laughs) Your your browser is probably going to say, did you mean Hot Topic? No, we did not. We meant Not Topic. It is Not-topic.com. And if you check check out their website, they have really cool... Items for every fandom. They've got 
uh, and they've got clothing. I bought a really cool, uh, like, rain windbreaker Hufflepuff jacket from them with a Their beautiful. Their jackets are so cute. Yeah, beautiful engraver. You know, uh, uh, what's the uh, what's it called? Embroidery. Embroidering, not engraving. You can't. Yeah, eng- don't don't engrave your jacket. Yeah, you can't engrave uh, uh, nylon or whatever it is. But they also had like jewelry. They also had they did the little potion bottles, mm-hmm. and they had wands, bags, blankets shirts sweatshirts they have everything i mean just so much cool stuff i'm looking at right now they've got like a harry potter makeup brush set they've got uh like you said like tote bags and they've got things for for pretty much all fandoms that you're interested in so that is not hyphen topic.com and then uh on twitter they are at supernatural M-N, because they are based in Minnesota, Jessica. So, at Supernatural M-N on Twitter. On Facebook, they are listed as Hunter's Den. So, if you type in Hunter's Den, you'll see the Not Topic logo. So, you don't want to get on, like, some some hunting enthusiast message board or anything like that. Unless you're interested in that kind of stuff, Unless you're into that kind of thing. You know, multitasking. You know, whatever. But like I said, awesome stuff. We buy something from them every year when we see them. And they're like super nice too. So oh, yeah. we exchange information with them. So uh, shout out to all the friends that we made. Go ahead and check out their websites. Check out their their work and buy some stuff. You know, support uh, artists, support small smaller businesses. small business. You know, that's what we're all about. So you and I kind of have you know, little side businesses that we do. And, you know, this podcast is is part of it. And we appreciate when we can network with, you know, fellow people who are grinding and, you know, trying to get their stuff out there. So uh, shout out to all the friends we made over the weekend at C2E2. So that's going to do it for us this week. We gave you chapter 20, The Dementor's Kiss of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban here on Broomsticks and Butterbeer. Next time we, we see you, we will be back with chapter 21. And then chapter 22, and we're done. Done. With Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and moving on to the next part of the Harry Potter saga, that being Goblet of Fire. And this is where the books get big. Mm. The big books. Don't like that. I like the first one we did. We just It was a nice little easy <laughs> romp through. No, but they get so much better. There's so much more going on. That means I'm going to have more notes. Yes. So much no. You're just sitting over there with blankets and a dog and a microphone. And I have all this responsibility. Just because you don't have it all, like, memorized. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. If you read the book several times, you want to read the chapter, like, six times? And mm, then I do, do the podcast? That is, that is not what I would like to do. Oh, okay. So then notes it is. Well, thanks, everybody, for downloading, listening, and subscribing, and spreading the word. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. If you are enjoying this podcast, please give us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, whether it be iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or Stitcher or iHeartRadio. And uh, we will be back next time with Chapter 21. Until then, I'm Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And we'll see you then. Bye.